It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Uh, welcome everybody to Triple M Podcast episode six. Yeah, it's all K-pop. It's all K-pop from now on. Yeah, yeah, we changed our minds on the middle metal thing. Yeah, metal wasn't working out. We weren't <laughs> many downloads, so we're going yeah, to. There's just not enough genres, man. <laughs> you can mm. only listen to so much Megadeth. <laughs> yep. So much Megadeth, and uh, you know, there's only so many Five Finger Death Punch albums. Uh. <laughs> 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 uh well yeah what's up everybody i am uh metal ginger then with me as always is six 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 sloth hi triple, triple six sloth uh how you doing how you doing there guy good i ate too much meatloaf <laughs> <laughs> okay all right all so right. i guess so, that's pretty that's a good problem to have yeah. right if it's a low energy podcast uh, oh, it's low. <laughs> gonna be the, the fucking meatloaf. <clears throat> I'm gonna take a nap. Yeah, like midway <laughs> through. Instead of uh, uh, when we go get beers, it's we're gonna yeah. have the advertisement roll. Let's take a nap. <laughs> roll them ads. Yeah, roll it. All right, nap time. Okay. So yeah, things things are good. Metal is happening. Good. Movies are out there. I Movies saw Joker again. Out. Oh, yeah. 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 Saw Joker again. Did it change your mind on anything? Yeah, like completely hated it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's the way it should be. Fucking Joaquin Phoenix think he's going <laughs> to overshadow Jared Leto. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, those are real big clown shoes to fill. So <laughs> there's like the double size. Like, so real, like yeah. Uh, <laughs> um,. <laughs> Yeah, but I still liked it. I did pick out a couple more details that I missed the first time, but nothing really crazy. Yeah, I like mean, you the... can always watch, you know, Looper yeah. <laughs> on YouTube, and they always talk. I always love the the little thumbnail. It's like, oh, things you might have missed, and it's got like an arrow and a circle, <laughs> and it'll be like around nothing at all. It'll be like a Ooh. patch of blue sky. Be like, <laughs> And then I it'll be like that. Uh, the fucking comedy club's name was Pogo's, mm. and his makeup was oddly similar to Gacy's, John Wayne Gacy. So like, oh, yeah. yeah, John Wayne Gacy's clown name was Pogo. I was like, how the hell did I miss that? Like, God, so I, fucking yeah. dumb. And you call yourself a a, a film a pro film person. Uh, I just quit. Yeah. I don't think anybody calls themselves a pro film, pro film person. I need to come up with a better insult. I'll work on a, that. Uh, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of words. Cinephile. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Film buff. Mm-hmm. But I missed that, so clearly I'm not. Well, guess not. I'm a um, film poser. <clears throat> and uh, the guy who directed Joker, what's his name? Todd Phillips. Yeah. So wasn't he like friends with some serial killer dude 
I don't know, but I want to look that up now. Yeah, I think... As long as he wasn't friends with, uh, what's his name? Jeffrey Epstein. I'll be alright. Oh, yeah. And no one should hang out with that fucker. Well, no one can. He's dead. <laughs> uh, what was it? Bah, bah, bah. Yeah, so... What was so it? I think... It was it Gary G- Richway? No, it was... Uh, <laughs> I think it was John Wayne Gacy. Oh, shit. No yeah. way. Yeah, John and Gacy uh, was old, dude. Oh God, I hope he was like, if he was younger and hanging out with John Wayne Gacy, he really missed a bullet. <laughs> Could have been buried in the dude's basement <laughs> with the rest of. Them. So we never have Hangover or Joker, right? Yeah, no, I'd have to look that up. But we're it's... kind of out of out of whack now, aren't we? We usually do music first. We do usually do music. Ruined it. Yeah. Well. Um. Do what we want. <laughs> oh, here it was. Yeah. So I yeah. Uh, kind of structure. Um, Shit. So Todd Phillips did one of his first documentaries was about Gigi Allen. Oh who yeah. Was that old school '90s just crazy punk dude. Mm-hmm. Um. Might as well be a serial killer. He's great. Nuts. And the first 5,000 copies of the movie came with free temporary tattoos based on some of Alan's real tattoos and a oh, mail-in God. offer for a poster featuring the artwork of Alan painted by serial killer and acquaintance John Wayne Gacy. Holy shit. There you go. So that's huh. there's a connection for you. Gigi <laughs> Allen and John Wayne Gacy. Like how, yeah. That's the most depraved documentary ever. <laughs> Yeah, right. That reading about that documentary, like that GG guy, just sounds. Crazy. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, I've read about him. I never mm-hmm. watched him because he's fucking insane. Yeah, I don't need to see people shitting on stage. Yeah, dude, that's that's performance art. Yeah, uh, that, that's a, that kind of thing that I don't get. You know, I'm not I'm not with the times. Man, everyone's you know doing butt stuff now. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> He was just ahead of the curve. He's just ahead of the curve. <laughs> uh, also, another uh, Joker reference there. Hey. Hey. <clears throat> All right. So, um, yeah, music. We want to talk about music again? Sure. Um, so I have been digging on the new In Mourning. I think I had talked about them briefly, hey. um, maybe a few podcasts back. But... I think I finally gave uh, or dedicated some time to their new release, and I really, really dig it. I've listened to In Morning for a while. Uh, their first release, I think, uh, is Monolith, and then the one that came after it was really good. I can't remember what the name of that album is. Celestial or something. <clears throat> but then In Morning came out with uh, Garden of Storms, and I was listening to that, and man... They have such a like a wide uh, sound range. Like they can sound really, really heavy and really harsh vocals, and then they can do just beautiful, clean um, bits in their song. And they have really nice, clean vocals as well. I think it's one of the things that uh, I really like about them. They can they can change up their sound, and and they don't really miss a beat. You're not listening to it, and you go like, hmm, "That was odd." It's more like, "Oh." Okay, we're doing this now. All right. <laughs> it's riding the wave. 
Ja. Na, jetzt wieder. Ja. Ähm, nice. Is that on a band camp? Uh, they do have a band camp, yes. Um, I think that their album, um, all the singles off of their, or all the tracks, rather, on uh, Garden of Storms is on YouTube. They're just separated, so it's not like the full album in one shot, but there's a playlist, so it's just as good. Nice. Oh, that um, sounds they, pretty cool. What else you got? They, they do have a band camp. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, so we could probably we'll link that uh, after the show here. Um, let's see. What else? Um, did you get a chance to listen to that Antigon's Fate? I did, actually. I downloaded a couple of their albums. I listened to most of one of them. That was like seriously good. I dug it. Yeah, I I thought that would be kind of up your alley. It's got that. It's still, it's atmospheric, but not full on atmospheric black metal. Yeah, um, yeah, I was really digging that. I've been listening to that still. Um, and then, new Ginger is coming out. Um, and they just dropped a new single not too long ago. Hmm. Um, I'm waiting for that to come out because I had pre-ordered one of the albums or one of the LP that cool yeah uh let's see what i got i got arsland l er Erkonig. it's german <laughs> no wait no, uh-huh. that's not german that's russian uh these are guys that came out of goddamn siberia but it's a doom doomish kind of black metal sounding band but they have a new album out and I've previously got into some of their stuff and it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. So this album from what I got into is really good. And if you like them, then check out their album Rasputin. So that's pretty creepy sounding too. Is that it's very dark? Is, is, is a Rasputin one? Is that the older one? Yeah. Rasputin is their last one they did that I that got me into them at first. So when I, okay. Like I follow the bands that I download, so it tells me if somebody spits out some new content. So right. They're like, "Oh, Arslan's got a new one." I was like, "Hell yeah!" Yeah, that's uh, th- you're talking about Bandcamp, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Bandcamp's really, really handy for that. Like I've I've used Bandcamp for years, but I haven't mm-hmm. like actually utilized it. I guess. Yeah. So it's really nice to be able to like track bands and have updates and everything else. Yeah, it is pretty. I have enjoyed it. Like I used to use Amazon mostly to get my stuff, but they don't really like you can't dig into it. Oh. Right. I mean, yeah, I think Amazon for me is like, oh, hey, let me track down an LP from like a mainstream band. Like if I wanted a Metallica LP or something, yeah, I'd it's... probably go to Amazon first. But... I mean, even some bigger bands I've seen on Bandcamp, but. I don't right. know what the real difference is coming to that, but I definitely surf Bandcamp more when I want to listen to more uh, lesser-known stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more obscure. Yeah, you find a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, I think that the recently, especially working on gathering material and, and music for the podcast, um, I, I've kind of have dug into Bandcamp a lot more than I ever have before. Yeah, same. And I think it's made us better for it. Yep. I'm um, 
enriched. <laughs> <laughs> I am entertained. <laughs> uh, the other two that I've got is Clouds Taste Satanic. Mm-hmm. So they're pretty trippy, doomy, riff heavy. So if you like that kind of really kind of old vibey, heavy rock, they're pretty good. <laughs> but I what got was it Clouds Taste Satanic. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I didn't know about the name, but I listened to them, and they were actually really good. So I was like, okay. what? I mean, Clouds Taste Satanic, man. <laughs> I guess. I, yeah, I mean, I guess. I've never. Kind I don't think I've. Is that like vape clouds or is that actual clouds? I went with regular clouds because I don't vape, but you know, to each their own. Yeah. I mean, they're just the way my, I was thinking, I'm like, how do you get up in the the clouds? Maybe if you skydive through them, you take some of that sweet, sweet LSD. Yeah. Well, that too, I guess. Like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You do what you have to do as long as it's safe. Yeah. And then you said that they're, 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 doomy doomy vibey yeah very doomy <laughs> so i'm right. sure there's drugs involved i mean i i guess <laughs> yeah at least yeah some some downers some yeah uh, yeah so pretty, uh, yeah <laughs> a lot <laughs> <laughs> all I right got evil eye by them and they had another one that like had a similar album cover mm-hmm. called second sight so i think it's kind of a series or something they're doing but I pre-ordered their LP. It was like a blood splattery looking thing. It was pretty cool looking. Nice. Yeah. And... I, I'm really digging uh, so many bands now are coming out with like cool splatter LPs or multicolored LPs, clear LPs. Yeah. I enjoy it. Like, uh, yeah. like even bands that I have listened to previously, like they'll come out and release a new version or whatever, like a reissue. Right, right, yeah. Um, I think uh, Amon Amarth has done that. Yeah, Sayor actually just released a gold record Mm -hmm. of one of theirs. Guardians, I believe, is that 2.0 version. Okay. They're a great band, but that's not a new one I'm listening to. (laughs) Right. Well, yeah, and I think that you've talked about them before. Yeah, if I haven't Um, enough, then I probably will in the future because they're awesome. Right. Yeah, and then uh, I think you've got one of their patches as well. I think that was the one that you had to like track down to get like yeah. a cool sore patch. I got them. I got like their logo, and he sent a couple little uh, like they had sword broadswords with deer skulls on them. So I put those on my shoulders, and I will nice. have to update the vest on Instagram because I've pretty much filled the front. Now I just have to finish the back. Nice, right on. Then, then it's just stud city for God knows how long. Digging those. Oh things. yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna do like the little tiny, like the short spikes? Um, I got a few of those, and I got about five hundred of the like shorter ones. Five hundred. Yeah, dude, it was like a fifteen dollar deal. You get like five hundred of those fuckers. Oh well, yeah, that's a steal. So, yeah, yeah, totally. But I mean, nice. Probably gonna get carpal tunnel, so y'all better enjoy <laughs> this. <laughs> my wrists. So, I mean, I've so already stabbed work. my fingers a thousand times. So, <laughs> but they make thimbles, don't I you? Did, use the thimbles? Yeah. I use the thimbles. Oh. <laughs> still oh, stab pro- obviously, not the right way. I'm not just supposed to yeah. fill them with like shots. You actually put them. I'm not a designer. I don't know if you didn't. If you, if you don't know <laughs> this, I don't do this normally. <laughs> I always pictured you as a seamstress of some sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it sorry seamstress? to disappoint you. Yeah, that's a yeah, yeah. You're yeah. right. No, I mean, but a seamstress is that seamster? Uh, is it yeah, a seamster? Or are men seamstresses as well? Does it matter? Does it really are they matter? tailors? Is it tailor? Do we have? Yeah, we don't have to sexualize everything. I guess. Wait, I'm just trying to figure it out. Like, you know, <laughs> I want I want to make sure that I label you with the correct label. I don't want you, you label to... me, and I'll label you, a la, <laughs> a la James Hetfield. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what he's talking about. See, Whoa. people like us. That's yeah. why he had to go to rehab. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah brother. Yeah, yeah. brother. But, um, the last one I got is a Italian band found on Bandcamp again, but what? it's Earth and Pillars. Earth and Pillars. Are and they a black metal band? Atmospheric black metal. Oh, ha! Huh. Go figure. I've been trying to, you know, keep my uh, genres represented. <laughs> right, right. We have black metal and then atmospheric black metal and, and doom. And doom. doom. Okay. All right. Those, yeah, those. I guess. Them's my jams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So these... Witch vomit style death metal, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, there was a point in time, I think every podcast, uh, the only bands you listened to had witch in their name. Or... You, know, <laughs> you could go on with, you know, metal with witches. Like, right. Shit, I, I think, think like three of mine have already had witch in the word. <laughs> right. There's witch vomit and yeah, what, then... scarlet witch or crimson witch. I talked about Acid Witch, I think, last That's week. Right. Yep. Acid Witch. Witches yeah, are so... bitching, man. Witches are bitching. They are. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty great. Yeah. Apparently, because you listen to... That's all you listen to is witch bands. <laughs> if it doesn't say witch, I'm not <laughs> doing it. Uh, that What's should be this? like... <laughs> Nickelback? It'd be a lot cooler if you are Nickel Witch. Yeah, it'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> that could be a shtick. You could find a new witch band for every podcast. Oh man, we'll see how long <laughs> that goes. <laughs> Pro- I don't like, know. Hey, Apparently, one... <laughs> yeah, it's got like the, three. Yeah. We got three so far. We're good. Yeah, <laughs> the whole first season, however long our season will be, will just be you and witch bands. It is spooky times. So this is true. Yeah, there should be a good amount of spooky bands coming out. I think. <laughs> Um, anyway, about that atmosphere. Oh, band. sorry. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, what I was saying. <clears throat> yep, going back to that. <laughs> it's good. There you go. All right, cool. <laughs> now that we got that out of the way. Woo! Yeah. But, yeah, check them out. They're another band can't find, and we'll have to update that, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, uh, we should be posting these. I'm gonna try to post these on our actual Facebook page now. Um... Oh. I'm doing. Uh, I'm taking better notes as I go. That way, I have something to reference. Because you and I will talk about it after the fact, and I have such a horrible memory. Like I tell it to people, I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I got a bad memory, and people like they don't understand. Like they're like, mm, you're just saying that. No, I have a crap memory. So yeah, like every time <laughs> we do this pod, I have to reintroduce myself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'm just hanging out, uh, you know, in Discord and. And then he pops in, and I'm like, who, who are you? And they're like, I hey, know, man, we do the thing. Oh, the thing. Yeah, we're doing that podcast, remember? I'm like, ah, oh, vaguely, vaguely. Just, you know, start it and start talking. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything's good. And that's how we got to, what, the, you know, top ten list. So, you know. 
Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Labeling things. Uh, oh, posting on Facebook. See, I have a fucking horrible memory. <laughs> see, I like have no faith in my memory, so I've kept notes on my end. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> I yeah, have yeah, you're a much better man than I. Ever notes full of movie notes and band crap, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go super in-depth on my note-taking because I want people to actually listen to the podcast. Oh. But... <laughs> this is a three-hour pod. Just transcribe everything, and people are like, well, I never have to listen to it now. Cool. We should just hum the entire album for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. While they read it. <laughs> Sounds like Death Clock intro. Yeah. <laughs> Doodly 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 death clock. <laughs> and we're sued. Yep. Nice why? Wait, guys. why? I don't know. I don't I'm not sure if that's I don't know. Could I be. think death clock guys are pretty cool. Yeah. I mean it's um what is it? What's he did home movies. Know. Oh god. <laughs> Everybody home movies uh Brendan Small, that's what it was. Everybody go. would watch home movies with me, and they'll be like, "This," because it's a little redheaded dude who oh, that pointy <laughs> nose, right? <laughs> yeah, who the super yeah. pointy nose, <laughs> and he's always getting into trouble, and he's super sarcastic. <laughs> and everybody was like, "This is so you." <laughs> yeah, that's you on TV. Yep, that's me as a little kid. I am Brendan Small. Uh, secrets out. <laughs> I that's know. what happened to him. <laughs> yeah and um, i am really uh, that you know the son from alf <laughs> oh my gosh i was I reading was about like the last alf episode and how it was just bad like, <laughs> no shit <laughs> like uh alf got actually like uh taken into custody by whoever or something i can't remember i just remember uh, that it was like one of the worst like series finales <laughs> oh thank goodness game of thrones came along to set that straight right yeah, yeah lost is like oh thank god you're here who oh, saved me <laughs> yeah for the longest time we were the shittiest ending show around and then game <laughs> of thrones came in to save the day they should have just had the writers just don't even have the show like just have the writers sit down and then and then they did this and then it didn't make sense (laughs) it could have just been the actors ad-libbing the whole thing it probably would have been better yeah even the director came out recently and said that felt rushed like yeah you think yeah right um i could could bitch about that for a while so yeah but um but we won't. We're not gonna do that. They, they killed my girl, bro. That's true. And then they yeah, Danny burned those fuckers. And they <laughs> lit the chair on fire. Ugh. Yeah, that right. That dragon just should have went ham on that whole fucking area, like, right? You, just you know destroy what? Destroy everything. Like I, I lost two brothers. I went across the goddamn ocean. Yeah. You get no thanks for what I've done. Like you know, I'm burning every one of you. Do it. I would have accepted that. Like, yeah, fine. nobody yeah, blame fine. them. Be like, Makes you know sense. what? I get it. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, dog. Um, 
Oh yeah. So let's see here. Um, going back to uh, music. <laughs> uh, Crimson Witch. Because apparently I need to listen to a witch band if you don't. Uh, Crimson <laughs> Witch found them on uh, what did I find them? Yeah, Stoned Meadow of Doom. They're mm. on uh, it's one of the YouTube channels that I peruse occasionally. Um, Crimson Witch, good kind of that uh, at Doom, like that seventies kind of era uh, music stuff. Uh, in line with like you know old school Sword, Black Sabbath. Pretty good, pretty good album. I think they have a band camp and maybe a track on Spotify. But Ooh. definitely worth uh, giving a listen to, checking out on uh, their band camp. Crimson Witch. Yep, Crimson Witch. Um, and then also, yeah, shout out to Stone Metal of Doom. Uh, super great channel. Um, I go on there and I'll check it out and see what they, they post. Usually post some pretty solid albums and then some some really good ones. Hey, you got Let's, a lot of good metal sources. I mean, you usually get a lot from you, actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, got IO. Well, I think I showed you Banger TV, so we're even. <laughs> you did. You did show me Banger TV. Um, but yeah, IO, uh, Invisible Oranges, really, really great. And then uh, No Clean Singing. Uh, so both of them are on Facebook, but definitely worth checking out and following. Totes. Let's see, what else? Do we got anything else uh, music-wise? Oh, yeah, we were mm-hmm. just talking about um, Nulling Roots. Oh, yeah, yeah. You kind sent of... me that one. Right. Just walking my dog listening to that. Nulling, nulling Roots or Nulling Groots? <laughs> Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nolan a theme. Scorsese <laughs> hates this band. Oh yeah. Uh, what what do you say? What do you say? Nulling Roots is or black metal. Uh, atmospheric yeah. kind of. Yeah, yeah kind of yeah, atmospheric black metal. Yeah, I mean it's good. I dig it. <laughs> yeah, and they I do, do have enjoy a, a band camp. Whoa. So, Nulling Roots definitely worth checking out. Then, uh, and yeah, the other one you sent, I didn't get a chance to listen to yet. So that why one's not? news to me, because you know, I'm I'm a bad friend. Terrible. <laughs> uh, which one was that? Remember me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, well, yeah. I remember now. You're an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. You're a terrible person. Mm. Let's do a podcast. <laughs> Just you yelling at me for hours. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit. Uh, Garden of Storms. That's right. Uh, oh. Yeah, that's in morning. America. Ah, hey. I don't know where you. That. I don't know. My fucking thing isn't loading. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should we mention Neckbeard uh, Death Camp? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, was it Neckbeard yeah. Death Stomp? Yeah, I'm like they're. I get where they're coming from, and I love it, but, you know, it could be better musically, but... Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, Neckbeard, Death Camp. For some reason, I think Stomp. I mean, I thought it was funny as hell. <laughs> yeah, uh, got it. They had come out, they had gained some notoriety, I think, on Metal Sucks or some other metal site. But <laughs> it was one of their first shows or one of their first splits that they had released, and everybody's like, oh my god, this is amazing. 
but yeah. mainly for their message, not for their music so much. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad, but it's not like the best. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty raw. Seeing a super anti-Nazi black metal band is funny. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, um, you know I fucking hate Nazis, but I like black metal, so that's you know it's a struggle. Yeah, um, yeah, it, I don't know this. There's it's weird because you think that everybody who's or you'd think that black metal would be about the uh, you know not oppressing people, but yeah. there's I guess it's just because of where they're from. It might be. I think the, from what I'm reading in Lords of Chaos plug book there. Uh, oh, yeah. Like that wave of Norwegian black metal. They kind of were just trying to be evil as possible. So what's evil? You know, fucking German Nazis. Like, so I'm not sure. Like, I think a lot of them abandoned that shit, except for like Varg Vikernes. Right. Vikernes. Well, yeah, Vikernes. he's just an asshole. Dude, I fucking read a chapter about that guy. He's not only an asshole. He's fucking nuts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He thought uh, aliens populated the planet and Earth was like off kilter or something. So they blew up a bunch of nukes and that's why there's glass sheets in the desert in Africa or like, I don't know. Wait, it's like, yeah, dude, sure. <laughs> isn't that, um, isn't that ancient the, alien theory? <laughs> yeah, no, the, um, it's the one religion that Tom Cruise is a part of <laughs> Scientology. Yeah. Scientology. Isn't oh, that the Scientology thing. Well, maybe. Don't they I mean, believe that if he wants to be evil, what's worse than that bunghole of a religion? <laughs> maybe maybe the Mormons. <laughs> I just oh, listened yeah. to that pod. And I don't do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's Six for that's for a different it's yeah. gonna be for a different podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave that one. <laughs> but anyway, uh Neckbeard Death Camp. Um <laughs> very, very <laughs> anti- <laughs> Anti-white nationalism. What's one of their albums? Is uh, white nationalism yeah, yeah. is for basement dwelling losers. Yeah. I mean, I wish that they put out really good music because I would be like all about them. I get the feeling like it was a joke at first, and they didn't expect so many uh, yeah. people to take notice. So. Yeah, that that that's what it was, and now they're just like, oh well, I guess we'll continue to put out music under yeah. this title, this you know, this uh, moniker. Ah, shit, might as well. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, the world can always use more anti-white nationalism. So yeah, or less of them. Period. You know, mm-hmm. like go away. Yeah. But, uh, I think yeah. like modern black metal sure don't do that. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I think that they're kind of moving away from it. You know, in the the nineties mm-hmm. and everything, there was. Uh, we got to be as scary and as spooky as possible and evil. And yeah. now it's, I, I think that that's kind of gotten played out a little bit. Nah, I mean, I wasn't impressed. Like to me being a regimented Nazi loving bootlicker isn't really hardcore. It's more like, I don't know what to believe in. So whatever. Right. Like, you tell me what to do. Like, yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah. And then, you know, basically, a lot of black metal is, um, you know, kind of like belief in n- nothing. Yeah, nihilism, baby. Yeah, they're all about yeah the nihilistic beliefs, and it's weird that somebody with that kind of beliefs would fall in line with like white nationalism. 
when yeah. it's all structured and everybody wants to tell you how to be and how to think. Yeah. Doesn't make I no sense, to. man. I hate it. Doesn't make no sense at all. I'm going to take that brave stance and say, you know, Nazism sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so brave. So brave. So brave. <laughs> but, but accurate, you know. Yeah. You know, fuck it. Yeah. Um, but I'm also not the kind of person just to call anybody a Nazi if I don't like them. So. Right. Oh, well, yeah. More, more creative. <laughs> Definitely. Anyway. <clears throat> so um, before we get into movies, do you have anything else? Uh, I think that's I think that's all I have to cover. We actually covered a lot somehow. Yeah, too. Looking at my <clears throat> notes, I see a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thicken. Um, but yeah, no. Um, do I want to take a break? Grab a drink, and then we can come back and talk about uh, movies. Sure. All right. Uh, everybody, we'll be right back. Uh, stay tuned for a message from our sponsors. I don't know who it is. <laughs> Whoever that may be. Whoever uh, Breaker decides to just throw in to our mid-show <laughs> run here. I think last time it was Expedia. Okay. Um, so Go travel. Maybe- Spreaker's like, oh, what is this, a metal podcast? Yeah, they need help with, uh, or they need to go, <laughs> go to some concerts or something. Go to Sweden. Yeah. Go to, go to Norway. Yeah, yeah, go go and see. Or just in the States, go see all the random shows. Maybe they want to follow a metal band. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, if you're in the Northwest and you want to see Tool, you're going to have to fucking fly. Yeah, because, well, yeah. What are, they, are they in Portland now? Think that they, uh, they, they usually go through Portland for some fucking reason. Uh, close as this, like when they opened the tour, I just saw Colorado or someplace in like SoCal or Mid Cal. I don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. They uh, were you know. at the Gorge. Um, they did play at the Gorge not too what like three or four years ago. Yeah, I missed that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and they had uh, Crystal Method open for them. That was really weird. <laughs> felt oh, felt wow. bad for the it's only like crystal method was only it was only one guy there just doing the whole set <clears throat> so crystal method just the one guy period i think it used to be two i uh, could be wrong i'm not yeah. a huge crystal method yeah. fan i mean i listened to him back in the you know late 90s but yeah i felt bad for the yeah. dude nobody nobody gave a shit <laughs> <laughs> but when like you're touring in front of tool uh nobody gives a shit who you are they're like yeah. just we're here for tool like you could be metallica and they still don't want to see you they're gonna want to see <laughs> is there that big of a rift between tool fans and metallica fans <laughs> i mean i don't i don't think that there is I and mean, they probably are the same but metallica tours a lot and yeah. tool almost never tours so Oh, Metallica no. actually announced a festival tours for 2020. Mm-hmm. I didn't see which ones, so maybe I'll get to see them if they come up here. And they put on a pretty great show. I mean, that's what they're known for, and that's how they they really made their name until you know mid to late 90s when <laughs> uh, they kind of blew up with Black Album, that trailing off, and then Load and Reload. But yeah. they were Road Warriors for the longest time. Yeah, I mean, that's, that life ain't easy. Mm. All right, well, be okay, time, yep. man. we'll be back. All right, yep, we'll be right back. Yeah, be.
From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. I'm back. Hello? Howdy. Hello. Hey. Oh, hello there. Yes. I think, uh, I'm thinking. I... You think? Yeah. Good. <laughs> good, to, good to hear. Pleasure, pleasure to be here. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, beer plug. I am drinking. Man, this Evil Twin Brewing um, kind of popped up. I don't think I've seen them before. I've been in Hawaii, but they make yeah. some damn good beer. I haven't heard of them. Must be a Hawaii thing. Mm. I think they're from New York. Huh. Yep. Well, maybe I should look harder. Shit. No, this is no. This is brewed in Stratford, Connecticut. So, I mean, it's yeah, close, I close by, I guess. I mean, everything over there is just New York, right? <clears throat> Yeah, that's true. And then it's distributed by uh, a company out of New York. But yeah, Evil Twin Brewing. It's no hero. It's an oatmeal stout. It's pretty good. Mm. Uh, let's see. I drank a Hop Avenger IPA from New Belgium earlier. Oh, uh, yes. One of them Voodoo Rangers. And I do now. Like the Voodoo Rangers. Yeah, they're good. That was a newer one that I saw, so I grabbed the Sixer. Mm hmm. And now I'm finishing my. KVLT Mead Key to the Storms. Nice. I don't think I've ever had that. Yeah, you won't until you get here. (laughs) That's right. Because that's from the Colt shop. It's the uh, Black Metal Meadery in Tacoma. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, that's why I haven't made. You could ship me some. That'd be fine. You have to say how to do that. But yeah, this (laughs) one's good. Yeah. Let me see if it has its ingredients. He makes his uh, mead and. On location, mm-hmm. and it is twelve percent ABV, so it's fucking serious. Yeah, it's pretty pretty strong. I think most mead is quite strong, but of course, you know, Vikings drinking it. That's why. So they got you got to have you know, yeah, strong. Say, this one has clover, honey, coconut, turmeric, lime juice, cayenne, and black peppers. So it's kind of like got a little heat. Got a little kick, a little kick to it. It's a good one. Nice, nice. <clears throat> All right, so let's preface this mm-hmm. with we had agreed to watch The Shining. Now, both of us have already seen The Shining. I've watched it randomly whenever I've, I don't think I've ever like sit down and been like, "All right, I'm gonna watch this movie." I think it's just been on TV or whatever. Oh, God. You know, and I'd watch it. <laughs> or it'd be on, I don't know, HBO. Who knows? But anyway. Yeah, that's better. So we both watched The Shining. Um, and then, of course, Dr. Sleep is coming out, what, next month? Yeah, um, something like that. And it's supposed to be a, a sequel continuation of The Shining, because Dr. Sleep is supposed to be uh, about the kid from The, the Shining. Damn. So, yeah, we, we agreed, because we had watched The Joker together. Uh, well, not together, but we had both watched the Joker, 
And then we were able to actually talk about it instead of just being like, oh, hey, I saw this one good movie this one time. And people be like, oh, yeah, that's good. Uh, and be like, yeah. Cool. Right. So, right on, bro. <clears throat> so we're just going to go ahead and try this out, this kind of uh, new format, maybe. Um, you know, six episodes in, we feel like we need a change, I guess. Yeah. So, do what we want, like I said earlier. Yeah, so. do what we want. Um, but yeah, so I did watch The Shining, and I am not a huge uh, yeah. Stephen King fan. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, I don't go. Out, no, I've only read a few of the books, and it, the books that I've read were um, in the Dark Tower series. So ah. I'm not a. Um, and we've talked about it before. How I'm not a huge horror fan. Yeah. Um, so Stephen King is it's not like the top of the list of things that are people that whose work I really am like, you know, am after or enjoy. But yeah, I'm a Stephen King watch fan. Shining. Yeah, <laughs> he's a Stephen King fan. Actually, I don't think Stephen King particularly cared about this movie. Really? Yeah. Uh, um, the book, if you read the book, it is a, like he. I mean, like any movie adaptation of a book, there's going to be changes, but it like pretty goes off of the story pretty far in the end. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, sentient or moving hedge maze animals in the book, and there's a hedge maze in this booby, but no animals. Mm-hmm. So, you know, little differences. But so, personally, I love this movie. Yeah, so I watched it uh, on Amazon. And then on Amazon, they have a little x-ray. So they got to, you know, spit out a, a few details as the movie progressed and scenes and everything. And I guess that they wanted to bring in animals, but the logistics of so many different animals and then trying to feed them all on yeah. set, uh, they just nixed them. That's why there wasn't animals. Now, I don't know if it's the animals, because I've never read the book. Yeah, in the book, it's actually a hedge. Like cut out animals from bushes. Oh, okay, okay. So that like, because they're possessed and start moving. So I'd assume like making that work in a movie in the late seventies, early eighties would be a budget difficult. problem. <laughs> yeah, run into cool those jaws problems. Stop motion. That would have been great. Love stop motion. Yeah, I mean something about stop motion. Anything's kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but so I mean, I watched the movie and uh, I actually did just. It was my sole focus. Um, and then going back and like reading other reviews, like some people regard it as like the most, like the scariest movie of all time. Hmm. And I, I mean, it's creepy, but I never thought of it as scary. Yeah, I guess it depends on how you're going at it, but it's yeah. one of my favorite horror movies. <laughs> yeah. And maybe it's because, you know, it came out in 78? Yeah. 77? Yeah. Something around there. Craig? Uh, yeah, Craig. Uh, no, 1980. It was released hey. in 1980. There you there go. It is. That's so, yeah, I mean, horror is you know different back then than it is now, of course, because we've seen so many different scary, you know, there's, yeah. there's the shock scary, there's like the what the fuck kind of scary there's so yeah you know i'm kind of it's kind of at a disadvantage because uh i'm really watching it nowadays but 
Yeah, I mean, you do have to watch it with Kubrick being the director in mind because he's such a perfectionist and like he mm-hmm. like it went down to the sets he'd like like for example when he did um, that scene when Jack's locked in the dry storage, mm-hmm. like he was in there like moving all the food around on the shelves just the way he wanted it to look on screen so people really start digging into the movie itself like entirely like there's like mountains of fucking theories about it and he never mm-hmm. like outright came out and said that's all bullshit i just made a movie he like you know any smart yeah. director if that kind of thing is taken on a life of its own you let it go right um so and then i guess they have had some like underlying tone to it like i think one of the theories is it's about the western settlements of uh indian tribes and how they kicked all the indians out and committed genocide so there's like a con like there's a lot of crazy theories like fans come up with about it huh. like i think if you watch a, a documentary called room 237 <laughs> it talks about that specifically mm-hmm. like all these fan theories interesting i might have to do that because then it might make the movie more interesting to me <laughs> Yeah. Um I guess uh who is it? Uh Shelley Duvall. <laughs> the entire cast and all of uh, cast and everybody who worked on the movie was just an absolute asshole to her and yeah. always like super rude so that she'd be on edge the entire time. Yeah, like I know I've heard that one where she's like losing hair because she's so stressed out. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's like, messed God. up. And this isn't like poltergeist where some dude is like shooting a gun off on set and like they were filming this for a year. Yeah, that's a long one. That's a long ass time to just be like under <laughs> that kind of pressure the entire time. Yeah. And it is like her performance, like it could be seen as like a damsel in distress kind of thing. But if you put yourself in her shoes, she's like, Honestly, she probably just thought her husband was losing his shit the whole time. And then that whole end part where she's running through the hotel and it's like coming undone. Right. Like it's yeah. got to f- be completely fucking terrifying for a person in that situation. I can't stand the way she runs. <laughs> <laughs> she like, ah, yeah. like <laughs> there, there's two things that I, I, I think of like one the way that she holds, well, she held a baseball bat, like somebody who's never yeah. picked up a baseball bat before. Um, you're, choke, but, you're choking up too far. Yeah, yeah. you way, way up. You're not going to get, you're not going to get enough of a lot. You're not going to get the power, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, Go down on that was, <laughs> Right? And then when she was holding the knife, like yeah. she's, she was holding the knife like she had never held a knife before. But earlier in the movie, she's making food in the kitchen. So I'm yeah. like, I don't know if how, like how, how that translates. So like you're walking around, maybe you'll have to stab your husband to death. Uh, yeah, maybe it makes I mean, you handle the knife different. Just the most awkward way ever. Yeah. And then I remember, I think I remember watching this movie when I was a kid, and I her running through the hall like she's made of rubber. Like <laughs> her arms move in the weirdest friggin' ways when she's like they're like swinging around, and I'm like. Yeah. Have you never ran before? I don't. Well, you know, I'm going to backpedal a bit because we jumped right to the end. But, uh, oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, we're not, we're not movie reviewers. So. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, see it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, 
I love, like the opening scene for it with that creepy ass fucking uh, I think it's Berlioz music mm-hmm. that composer uh, that really kind of sets you up for how far away this thing is and cut off mm-hmm. so I kind of dug that like having that long drive up and you know so Jack seeing the place that drive um, is in Montana oh yeah <laughs> um, and it's um what is it? it's like the path to the hell it's called it's got huh. a crazy name to it um i'm gonna find it here paths of the gods or something <laughs> uh, maybe no no it's um it's um in glacier national park <laughs> oh. and where? I've never actually been to Montana. Yeah, so this would all be better if I could fucking find what the hell the, the name of the place <laughs> is. Um, well, Glacier but, National Park is pretty damn close. <laughs> right, so it's it's in Glacier National Park. And then um, I was just in Montana, and I took that drive. Oh wow! <laughs> and it's a super long ass drive, and it's like, yeah, it, it's probably like a good three hours. Wow! And it's it's absolutely beautiful. But when I was like, um, I was watching it, and then uh, on Amazon, it's like, oh yeah, this is this uh, drive. I was like, hey, I've been there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did it drive you crazy? Almost. Okay. You know, it, was, it was. Yeah, it's a really long drive. And then you're like, you know, depending on where you are, it's like, oh, you're right close to the edge of the road <laughs> okay, and it's yeah. super deep down or you're right next to, a, you know, the other side <laughs> where the mountain is and you hit a rock. Jeez. Sounds like a good drive. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a good time. Um, yeah, well, I thought that like set up the movie pretty well because uh, oh, it really gave going, you a sense of how cut off you are. <laughs> going to the Sun Road is what yeah. it's called. That's cool. Yep, in Glacier National Park. Um, but yeah, no, the opening scene was great. It, yeah, it definitely like establishes that uh, how far away and disconnected the the hotel is. Yeah, and they kind of mention when they're showing Jack the grounds that they were uh, it was made buried or made on a Indian uh, burial ground. Mm-hmm. They well, didn't, yeah, I mean, like, that's... go into it beyond that. So you're like, hmm, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I don't know why. We have to keep on building things on there, of course. Yeah, like why? Hold another, hold another conversation. <laughs> but apparently, when you do that, you get a haunted fucking place. Yeah, but it didn't necessarily say like that's why. Like it didn't beat you over the head with it. They just said it once. Right. So like the assumption is like that probably did something. Maybe. So, awesome. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Or it just had a lot of people die in it, and it's haunted as fuck. <laughs> and like, I. I love how um, so Jack is hired on as a caretaker yeah, for the place. But all he does is sit and fucking type away on his t- typewriter. <laughs> and his wife is the one who's going around and making sure that like the boilers are running and the radios work. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah. I have to do my work. And he's like, yeah. and it's the, I don't know if so I think 
in the book, there's a slower transition of him being like uh, okay and somewhat yeah. sane to yeah, absolutely book, crazy, right? Yeah, the book transitions you a lot smoother. Uh, actually, there's a TV series made of it. I think the mm-hmm. late '90s, or early 2000s, but that one actually followed the book a lot more closely. Yeah, but yeah, Jack wasn't as lazy. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, there's also a lot of time passing, so they probably just didn't right. want to have five scenes where he's checking the boiler because you know what's that doing? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it was just so weird. Like, what well, was it? Like two or three months in or something? But then he's he seems fine. Yeah, and he's then, like slides right into. Inside. Yeah, he's just <laughs> absolute asshole right then. Like you don't get a them walking through the grounds at all, right? There's no like yeah. transitional scenes. It's just waking up. He's eating breakfast, and he's like, "Oh, I should probably get some writing done today." Yeah, and then she comes back in, and he's just like, "Oh, blah, 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 blah. I mean, I think." That- <laughs> Yeah, get the yeah, fuck out like, of here. Leave me. Don't ever come in this room when I'm here. Um, that might have been like the point where he's starting to feel the hotel's presence because mm-hmm. I think it was kind of established that he was he had a bit of an asshole streak because he broke Danny's arm previously right. before the movie. So, right, right, right. Like they blame the booze, but I think that if you're an asshole, it just makes it more apparent when you're drunk. So, yeah, but um. um yeah, they had that issue with his son, and Danny also has a telepathic abilities called the Shining, which he doesn't know how to control because he's six. Right. So that's another good thing I thought. Like he, yeah, he has like this crazy power, but he's also a kid, and like little kids barely know how to wipe their own ass. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, so and the Shining, like that, is something that Stephen King. Uh, carries over in a lot of his novels, right? Like that kind of eerie yeah, power, sh- telepathic stuff. Yeah, multiple characters. Like it plays into Dark Tower a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Mother Abigail and the Stand had it. So mm-hmm. it comes up. And of course, uh, Doctor Sleep. Um, I think uh, it's going to be one of the main plot points. Oh yeah, if you haven't, you should read it. If you haven't read it, it's pretty good. Yeah. Like, um, made me uncomfortable reading it. That it's hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like I want to read it. Yeah, dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then so, but really, okay. Or I'm just gonna jump to the ending again because <laughs> whatever. Um, he went crazy. He went crazy. He went crazy, and then the. I this is one of the things that I think. I don't like about Stephen King because a lot of the endings, and it could have been Stanley Kubrick's treatment of the ending, but the guy just got cold and froze to death. Um, Yeah, I thought about that because you mentioned it to me. I mean, clearly, Danny was a pretty clever little kid because he came up with like backtracking in his in the snow, right? But also, like Jack was. Not a spirit, because the spirits, if you, like, I don't know, the way I thought about it, like, when he talked to Grady in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and Grady's like, I've never been the caretaker, I've always been the, the butler or whatever, like. Right. 
the beginning of the conversation makes me think that Grady probably doesn't entirely know what's going on because he's just a lost spirit stuck in the hotel. So he doesn't have any idea that he's, you know, fucking chopped his whole family up and blew his own head off. So Mm -hmm. like the beginning of the conversation kind of makes me think like he's just a lost spirit stuck in this place. He has no idea what's going on and he thinks he's always been there. And Jack's just the new or he's always been there because that's all that he knows. So, mm. but like, then the conversation turned and he tells him like, your kid's trying to bring an outside force into this and he's being a bad boy and you should go take care of him. I think that was the hotel taking over and like working through the spirit. So mm-hmm. obviously the hotel has more of a, a pull on the spirits and what they can do and can't do. But right. when it comes to Jack, they, they obviously made him crazy and, Applied him with imaginary booze or whatever that got him to so <laughs> right <laughs> spilled it all over him. Now yeah. the outside force when yeah, I'm was... watching it is the the cook. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, hollering. Right. But he had already been there. Yeah, so... he was the cook, but he knew like he didn't know that they were dealing with this right then. Like that's why they had that scene where Danny was like shaking and hollering, looked all terrified it's because Danny's telepathic powers are so strong, but that's the best way they could convey it in the movie. Okay. So all like, right. yeah, um, I think it goes into it more in the book and definitely in Dr. Sleep. Like it's the equivalent of like getting shot in the head with a nine millimeter at point blank rage because he's so powerful. He's Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that would have been nice to know. Cause there's, like, yeah. uh, I'm like, uh, this guy, Oh, he, they're, bringing in an outside force like he's already been here like he's worked here for years so why yeah, how is he an outsider at thinking, all? Uh, i think they're referencing the situation at hand mostly but mm. that's probably just me making it up i don't know <laughs> no, i mean i mean that kind of makes sense um it's like he's just, not there he's not dealing with it. i mean obviously dick holler and knew that there's some terrible shit in that hotel because he told him to stay out of room 237 right which that oh, seems uh, fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, was that messed me up as a kid. Like, whoa, boobies. Whoa, God, what? Oh. Yeah, you're like, what is happening? Yeah. Um and then I guess those two actresses, the young and the old, that is the only scene that they have ever been in ever hmm. for movies. They've never Amazing. been in a movie before or after that. <laughs> Butt naked in a Stanley Kubrick movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I guess if that's what you're you're gonna be in a movie that's pretty memorable i guess but um yeah that was like the tipping point i think for jack <clears throat> like uh, up until then he was just kind of probably being an asshole and something was right. probably playing into his psyche but he didn't outright know what the hotel was until then and then mm-hmm. he made the decision to say you know what i'm gonna go at the hotel and fuck these two so <laughs> yeah which is and then so after he dies, then it goes yeah. back to the picture, and it's like he's in the picture from nineteen what twenty six something. something like that, yeah, yeah. So super early, and I I was reading different theories about that he's always been there, or he got absorbed into the house, or I just really wish that it would have. I don't know explained it a little bit better in the movie do they explain it better in the book um 
the book ended different. I don't want to spoil it. So, okay. <laughs> but um, it didn't end like that. Okay. But at the movie, I kind of liked the ending because it wasn't as cut and dry. Like it left you thinking, like, what the fuck? So could yeah. he have been like a caretaker that just like the hotel, the entire thing was just the hotel fucking with you? Or, but personally, I think uh, everything did happen. And he just got absorbed into the hotel, like with all the other spirits. Mm-hmm. So um, that honestly, that whole slow crawl towards the picture with that moves, the echoey music in the background. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of my favorite parts of the whole damn movie. Cause it, to me, cause if you know the layout of the building, when they're walking the tour, like the right turn right after the picture, that's like down to where the, the ballroom was. Right. So, so to me, like it made it seem like there's a ghost fucking orchestra having a party in there, and that's where Jack is. Like, mm. kind of creeps me out. <laughs> it's okay. It's gonna be all right. No, oh, I'm still but scared. Then, but then also, I mean, while they were there and took the tour originally, you'd think yeah. that they would have been like, "Oh, look at this old picture," or yeah. also having lived there for months on end. It probably I don't think would have looked Jack's picture was there until he died. Right. Right. So that and, makes sense. And it would have been kind of hitting you over the head with it if they pointed it out earlier, I think. Yeah. It 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 seems kind of inconsistent like not really inconsistent, I guess, but it's it's weird that w- at the end when they did pull into it and they're like they're just zooming in and then zooming in and they made it a point to show his face and then the date. Yeah. I mean, like I said, if you look at that documentary, the whole movie has such a, it's like, you know, like a, not to fucking quote Shrek, but it is like an onion has layers. Right. To it. I mean, it's a Stanley Kubrick movie. So yeah. there's, there's a lot of things that, you know, and he probably thinks on a totally different level than I do. And he'll be like, oh yeah, this makes perfect sense. And I'll be like, bro, I don't get that at all. I love Kubrick. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's great. Of course. I mean. Just, so that's what gives me the idea. Like the nothing, nothing he did in movies was on accident, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it took a year to make this, so yeah. <laughs> I'd hope that nothing was done by accident. Yeah. There are like running out of time. Few, just shoot it. <laughs> yeah, there are a few um, bloopers. Well, not really bloopers, but we're like in one scene. There's a door that's closed in the hallway. It's when the Danny first goes to room two thirty seven. Oh yeah. So he's, yeah. so he's in the hallway and the door to the right of him is closed. And then he mm-hmm. looks at he looks over to the left where 237 is and it shows the door and then it comes back to the hallway scene and then the door's yeah. open. And then he goes and looks. So I like I guess that I don't know if maybe yeah. oh hey that's kind of a creepy thing that happened or they just messed Could up. Could be continuity. Like Yeah. There's a Honestly, few of it's those. like keeping a movie free of a continuity is near impossible. So. Right. So, but, but then it's like if you could also Kubrick attribute that to do that, or because he's such a control, freak, you know. Yeah. I mean, and he could just say, you know what, the whole the whole place is fucking haunted. What do you want? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Plot device. Yeah. It's haunted. Yeah, dude is a ghost. Like, yeah. those ghosts. Where have you been? <laughs> We're getting Scooby-Doo coming up here next time. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's split up, gang. <laughs> Roy, Stragy. 
Scooby <laughs> Shaggy and Scooby Doo walking into two thirty seven, and then some oh. naked girl uh, comes out. <laughs> Zoinks! <laughs> but they would have a lot of doors to like run through in yeah. the hallways, you know. Like that'd be a long chase, chase scene. <laughs> or you chase <laughs> through the uh, the hedge maze. Yeah, like it was really Mister Ullman, the hotel manager. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Jeez. Man, I do, I do like right. Scooby Doo, but yeah. Um, so yeah, that's one of my favorite horror movies, and I love Kubrick, and like it's probably in my top ten movies. Period. So. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it, and I I get that why people would think it's such it. You know, it's like in the Library of Congress as yeah. a, one of the movies or something. So I get it. Um, again, I, I'm not. I'm more of a Kubrick fan than a King fan, so I mm. liked it, but there's still, like, I still have my questions, like, what? That doesn't make <laughs> sense. It's such a, you know, kind of an anticlimactic ending, and... By the way, yeah, yeah. not bad. Not bad. I, mean, I suggest if you want to, like, get the audiobook for The Shining and just burn through it, like, in a couple of days, like, going on mm. the treadmill or something. It's a pretty good story. Yeah. Maybe, See maybe I'll do if that. it, like, has any points that missed the movie yeah i might do that um yeah so we're gonna probably we're gonna do uh doctor sleep yeah once that's out and then i think that we're going to since it is october's poopy month probably gonna watch another uh scary movie and then talk about it the next podcast yeah i kind of enjoyed talking about a movie we have in common (laughs) you're right but i was just like i saw this cool so if listeners, uh, if you guys have a recommendation, you'll be like, oh man, this is a really good one, or if this is a really terrible one, because we're <laughs> talking about possibly doing a really, really great movie and then a really, really terrible one. Um, <laughs> talking about how absolutely this it yeah, was. Do Shining this week and do like super B-grade next week. <laughs> yeah, like, like Leprechaun or something. The Leprechaun. Yeah, we should do uh, Candyman. Oh, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so if you guys have any, uh, listeners have any recommendations, uh, or just want to be like, oh, I want to see what their take is, or just a torture. That's fine. Yeah. Probably, probably that. I would. Uh, yeah. And if you don't, I'll come up with another one. Or yeah, we'll you can. Whatever. We'll watch something. <laughs> so. yeah. Maybe we'll put a poll up on Facebook uh, in the future. <laughs> yes. Watch the Hannah Montana movie. Talk about how scary that was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So we got the movie. Do we other? We'd want. Do we want to cover Joker? Do you have anything fresh to bring? Uh, I mean, I still liked it. Okay. <laughs> um, right. Definitely was odd to me the second time, like when he got. Oh shit! Spoiler alert! If you still haven't seen it, turn it off. And it's two weeks in, so if you haven't seen it, it's not my fault anymore. I mean, it's made $500 million, so I think everybody's... But when the middle of the movie, he got... He crawled into the refrigerator. Mm -hmm. And I I thought it was weird the first time. I was like, hmm, he's trying to kill himself. And then it comes up to the next scene where he gets the phone call from the movie scheduler. Mm -hmm. So I'm like fuck did he like actually kill himself and the last half was just a fever dream when he was dying in the refrigerator or was he imagining getting in the refrigerator because when you see him in the next scene 
the answering machines in the foreground, but you can see him in the bedroom with his hand down his pants. So right. was he just like getting off on thinking about killing himself? So, <laughs> and you can't fucking say anything's for certain in that movie because he's insane and he's an unreliable narrator. So, right. But I was like, shit, maybe he did die. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that'd be good because yeah. then he wouldn't be in a sequel. No, they're, <laughs> they're not making a sequel to that. <laughs> I know, right? Like, how how would you keep that I, momentum going in a sequel? I don't know. I would. I wouldn't want them to. Like, it was good standalone. Like, it was great standalone. Just don't. If you right. did a sequel, it'd just fuck it up. Yeah, and then, uh, well, here's the thing though, because DC would probably try to do it. Yeah, and then they would fuck it up. And they would probably be like, oh, we have all of these other, you know, standalone movies planned. And then they would make a sequel and then it wouldn't do well. And they're like, nah, we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. No more. No more standalone. Yeah. yeah. I hope Terrible. they're smart about it and just leave it alone because I wouldn't want to see a sequel. Right. I don't, I don't know what else you could do or what else you would have to say. Yeah. Like he pretty much did it the first time. Right. <laughs> But yeah, like watching it twice, like I saw a few more things like the Pogo Club and his mm-hmm. makeup looked like John Wayne Gacy's, so I was like, oh, creepy. Right. And yeah. when you mentioned that he kind of had a loose connection to Gacy, I'm like, well, fuck, <clears throat> I wonder if that was on purpose. Yeah, I, I mean, I bet it was. Probably. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, still looking forward to Terminator. Sometime that's going to come out. I don't, I don't know. Dun, 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 dun. Sarah Connor angry. Oh, what if you find out she was a Terminator the whole time? That'd be, oh man, what a twist. Oh, Oh, shit. What a twist. M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. (laughs) That's a twist. I see robotic people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't have anything else. Um, Yeah. Uh, I'll update the battle jacket. I've got some uh, okay. falls of Raros and Winder and a few others on there. So. Nice, nice. Um, and then yeah, I'm gonna be posting. Uh, drop this on. Apparently, uh, oh yeah, iTunes uh, apparently shit the bed. So Apple, yeah. Apple yeah, was sure. like, we're not doing this anymore. So no wonder I couldn't add the podcast to iTunes because they're like, look, bro, we know it's going down tomorrow. We're not gonna greenlight your yeah. podcast today. Yeah, I mean. Screw it anyway. I heard that app was trash. I never used it. So. Yeah. But, but um, RIP yeah. iTunes, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I mean, they're going to come out with something. Apple. Like, separate Apple, for a different thing. We just shoot the music like, straight into your skull, whether you want it or not. Like, um, what's the Here's... one from Bar- <laughs> our Futurama? Oh, man. They had the, um, right, it went in their eyeball. <laughs> it's gonna beam you two into your head at all oh jesus <laughs> enjoy it damn you <laughs> it's free like, nobody yeah. buys you two so we're gonna have to just force it on yeah. man but yeah that's uh that's episode six yeah uh, you can find us on uh we're on instagram triple m podcast oh yeah we're gonna talk about twitter i don't know it's, it's a dumb yeah. Twitter gave me a stupid uh, thing. It's like, <laughs> did we get booted off Twitter? It's like, tri- it's like triple, triple. I don't. Hang on, let me see if I can find out real quick. Craig, pull it up. 
Craig's. Uh, did they did six 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 sloth? Was that taken? Maybe. <laughs> uh, oh man, I wanted to tweet. That's what all the hip cats are doing, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's not yeah, there. Whatever. I'm logging into. Um, yeah, we're on we're on Twitter. We'll probably post it on. No, yeah, no. we don't I mean, really tweet anyway. Yeah. Who cares? And we're on Facebook, Facebook, Instagram. Um, yep, look up Triple M Podcast. Triple M Podcast. I mean, I'm on yeah. Reddit, but no one Reddit. follows people on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can follow us on Bandcamp. I'm Ooh, yeah. Metallic on Bandcamp. I am spinning sloth, I believe. Spinning. Yep, I think that's so, what it is. I like the records. Yeah, um, but yeah. So until next time, um, stay metal. Stay metal. It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by True Car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org slash auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. T-Mobile has been building America's largest 5G network for this epic 5G moment. Introducing the new iPhone 12 Pro. Now at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G coverage. Download, upload, and game at 5G speed in more places. Unleash the power of iPhone 12 Pro with T-Mobile. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com.